Hello there and welcome to the Blessed to Blessed podcast. My name is Rachelle and for this episode, I'm actually going to be sharing um, an Instagram live that I had the past weekend and since it's a topic that I believe is bigger than our life group and I'm not only limited to Instagram lives, I decided to share it on the podcast. So what you'll be hearing is not only available on these podcast platforms, but also on YouTube. So enjoy listening. Before we start, I'd just like to define the word desert. Um, a desert is a desolate or forbidding area. It usually has sparse vegetation, meaning not a lot of fruit. There's not a lot growing. It's usually unoccupied. You know, a desert usually doesn't have a lot of people or a lot of things going on in the desert unless it's a tourist spot. And I was reflecting on this and um, I made it a life group topic and decided it was a bigger topic that needed to be shared outside of our small group, outside of our life group. So that's what we'll be talking about today. So first, we have the verse in Isaiah 41, 17 to 20. It says, The poor and needy search for water, but there is none. Their tongues are parched with thirst. But I, the Lord, will answer them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. So these people are searching. They know that there's something they need and they're searching for it, but they can't find it on their own. But God says that he will answer. He is the one who will not forsake us. In his word, he promises that never will he leave us and never will he forsake us. And to continue, he says, I will make rivers flow on barren heights and springs within the valleys. I will turn the desert into pools of water and the parched ground into springs. I will put in the desert the cedar and the acacia, the myrtle and the olive. I will set junipers in the wasteland, the fir and the cypress together so that people may see and know, may consider and understand that the hand of the Lord has done this, that the Holy One of Israel has created it. So as I was reading through this, it reminded me that, you know, sometimes we actually are aware of what we're going through because there are times where we're not we're not aware of how much we're doing, of how much we're saying yes to. And we don't realize that we don't need to do everything. But there are other times where we know we're tired. We know that there's a lot going on, but we don't know how to get out of it. And so I think that these people, they were they knew that they needed something and they were searching for it. But all along, the answer was in God. And so the reminder here is that since God is God, since he is sovereign, he is powerful, he created the earth and even the deserts. He knows exactly how to meet you in this season, exactly how to meet you in this desert. Sometimes we, like for me personally, we might compare the fruit that we have or the things that we did in this season with those before. Like, oh, I was doing all of this then, or back then there were a lot of people I was talking to, and now it's like, where they go, or what's happening with these relationships, or these friendships, or maybe it's, um, how come I was doing better at school last year, and now it's like, what's happening to my brain? And there, there are times that we just, we don't understand why different seasons are different, 
But it's in those differences that there's beauty that comes out of it. Because God is the master worker. He is the one who makes a masterpiece out of anything. As long as we trust him and we entrust that. The situations, the things that we're going to, going through into his hands. And so in the verses 17 to 20 in Isaiah 41, there is a reminder here that God can turn anything into a better thing it says here that he will make rivers flow out of barren heights barren meaning there's nothing coming out of it it's not fruitful there's no way that we as humans can make anything come out of the desert or come out of this place but god can make rivers flow when a river flows that means it's consistent god just doesn't do things do things at once and then leaves it there but it says when a river flows that's a consistent thing it's a continuous thing and we might not always see how it'll continue but god's goodness and his grace and his greatness never stops it continues to flow when he says he will turn a desert into pools of water we might think of You know, in movies or in stories, how there will be a little oasis in the middle of the desert. It'll just pop up and then disappear. But God is not like that. He's not a magician. He doesn't do magic tricks. He does miracles, and they're always with a purpose, and they're always for an eternal plan. And so when he turns deserts into pools of water, that could be whatever situation you're facing right now. If you feel mentally... um, sorry, mentally drained. If you feel mentally drained, God can turn that into becoming strong and whole and healthy in Him. If you feel dry spiritually, God can turn that around into being fruitful and faithful and seeing His promises fulfilled. But the thing is, when these things are turned around, it's not because we deserve it or or it's like we beg God and so it happens. Um, Something He's reminded me of is that During this week of Thanksgiving, we have to thank and praise God and trust Him even if we don't see anything happening. So you have to trust that there is water in the desert for somehow a cactus to survive or for camels to survive. I remember learning as a kid um, how these desert animals and ecosystems thrive and that's because there actually is water. There actually is provision. We just don't always see it. And so I want to encourage you that if you are experiencing a season in the desert in these areas of life, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, or physically, know that God is working and that he wants to work. But we have to also trust and thank and praise and worship him even if we don't see it happening. Because in his word, he promises that he will turn this season into something good, that he will connect it into something greater you know when winter goes into spring and then summer and then fall they all have their purpose they all have a reason why they have to come they're different but their differences help the world thrive their differences help each of us understand and learn and adapt to different things which might not always seem like much but In totality, when you look at the bigger picture, God is actually moving. He's actually doing greater things. So, in Psalm 63, 1-3, it says, or the writer says, You, God, are my God. 
Earnestly, I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you. In a dry and parched land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. This reminded me of how sometimes we have to encourage ourselves. Sometimes we have to push ourselves to thank God, to praise Him, to trust Him, even if we don't see it. The writer here says that I earnestly seek you, I thirst for you, I long for you, God. So in Isaiah, we can, if you're reading along or if you want to read in Isaiah 41, it says the poor and needy search for water, they search in different places. But here the writer says, God, I earnestly seek you, I thirst for you, I long for you. And so sometimes we need to be the ones to encourage ourselves to seek God, even if it's hard. Because the more we know Him, the more we can trust Him. We talked about this in previous lives and even in um, previous videos and podcast episodes where the more you know a person and the more you grow in a relationship with a person, the more you can trust them, the more you can um, do more things with them where you would feel comfortable going through life with that person. And with God, the more we know Him, the more we read His Word, the more we know His promises, the more we live out um, life in His presence and in His love, knowing our identity in Him, then the more we can trust Him, the more we can, even in hard situations where we doubt, where we question Him, we can still say that, God, you're God, and you're good, and I don't understand, but you do. I don't know what's happening, but you do, and you promise that you will turn this season into something greater, that this season will lead into another season, which leads to another season, that I pray will be used for your glory, and will, in Isaiah it says, so that people may see and know, consider and understand that God has done this, that the Lord has done this, and it's not about us, because if you think about it, if we want to get over a season so that we can be glorified, we're going to get even more tired, because we don't have the unlimited strength, we don't have the all-knowing knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. We don't have the supernatural powers, the the wisdom and creativity that God used to create this universe. We don't have that on our own. So we cannot rely on ourselves, whether it's in the valley or on the mountaintops. We always need God, and that's why I do these lives, even if it's nerve-wracking sometimes, and I don't know who will be on. I want to remind all of us that we do need Jesus. And when we accept him, he lives in us and the Holy Spirit is in us. And we have the power that raised Jesus from the grave living inside of us. And that makes us, um, as John Bevere said in his book, Killing Kryptonite, it makes us like superheroes of this world. Or we have a power in us that'll bring healing, that'll bring transformation. It's the Holy Spirit and, and the power that lives inside of us that will enable us to do greater things, bigger things than what we could ever ask or imagine. And so, um, as the writer says in Psalm 63, we have to continue to encourage ourselves. There are people God puts in our lives that will encourage us. There are leaders that we have, but we're human and we won't always know everything. So we who know what our situation is, we also have to to know God, know our needs, and know that we need to take action into seeking Him, into desiring Him. 
And in Isaiah 43, 18 to 19, it says, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So once again, God is reminding us that see what you think is impossible is not even. You don't even have to question me. I can totally do this. It is of course possible with God, the God who created the heavens and the earth and created you with such intimacy and detail like he created all of us in his image and in his likeness. So he says here that we have to see and perceive what he is doing. And once again, it goes back to our faith. It goes back to how we trust and how we thank him and how we praise him, even if we don't see what's happening. Because he says, see, I'm doing a new thing and you have to perceive it. It's going to spring up. It's going to come as a thing that we won't even expect. Sometimes it's how I've experienced it in some ways of my life. It It's an answered prayer, but it's totally different from what I prayed. So it's an answered prayer, but it's greater than what you could ask or imagine. Sometimes it is exactly what you prayed for, and it's still outstanding because that's how God works. He's not limited to our own minds and our own imaginations. And so he's saying here that one way to see, to perceive what he's about to do, even if you're in the desert, he's going to make rivers flow. He's going to make streams, the steady, the constant, the consistent flow of living water in you even if you don't feel it even if you don't see it always streams are they're actually like brooks they're very thin compared to big rivers or lakes they're thin but the consistency of a stream can break through rocks if you know through science that's how it goes like consistency of that water flowing can break through rocks so consistency of God's water, living water flowing through us will break through whatever we're facing. We just have to have the key of forgetting the former things, even the good things. You know, as a kid, I thought when they said don't dwell on the past, it's usually the negative things. But it also replies, it also applies to the good things because sometimes dwelling too much on the good things too can make you miss out. You won't perceive what God is doing in this season. And that's the same thing with the not so good things. Thinking too much of them will make you miss out and not perceive what God could be doing in this season. And so God's promise is clear. It says that he will make a way. God makes ways, not always in the way we map out, not always in the way we plan. That's definitely evident in me and my family. There are plans we make, there are things we we wanna do and desire, but then God's like, sometimes, You have to take a step back and let me do the work. Um, I remember listening to a podcast of Pastor Craig Groeschel and um, Mike Todd. And he said he he was reminded not to strive, as in S-T-R-I-V-E, but to stride. S-T-R-I-D-E. Meaning you walk with God and he'll lead you there. You don't have to keep working for it. You don't have to keep, as the people in um, Isaiah 41 were doing, where you have to keep seeking and looking in different places so that you could find what you're looking for. Sometimes we, we look to many different things for something and all along it was right there in walking with God throughout your life. It's, 
It's easy to say, and sometimes you get, you might get annoyed hearing so many people talking about walk with God or just keep God first. But really, if you go back to His Word, it's, it's when you keep God first and you seek Him. It's when you forget the past, the good and the bad. You look back on it like a car. You look back to see how far you've gone, to see what's going on around you. But don't dwell on the past. Don't dwell on other people or comparison. Comparing is. It's a thief of joy. It drains your energy. You know, going into those different things will keep you away from seeing what God is doing in your life. He loves you. He knows you. He knows exactly what season you're going through. And he knows exactly how to provide for you. In these verses that we've read through today, it says that God will make a way to provide water. That he will make a way to do miracles where we don't see miracles happening, where we think it's so impossible for God to change my heart, for God to change my mind or my life or my family or the people around me. I don't know whatever we are desiring to change, but God knows and he knows how to change you and prepare you for the next season that he's prepared for you. And that's something that he's definitely been putting on my heart there's a lot on my mind, a lot of things that I want to do, but he's he's constantly reminding me to take a step of faith. You don't have to have everything planned out. You don't have to keep striving to make people, as some of you know, I publish two books and I do quite a few things on social media. And sometimes you can get caught up in, how am I going to get this out? Or how are people going to know about this? And God's been reminding me this year, which is why my second book came out, to rest in him that i don't have to keep pushing or striving for certain things to come out because this season has a purpose and god will use it as long as i trust him and as long as i make a way and I open my heart for him to move so i don't know what you're going through i don't know um the season you're in but if you do feel like you're in a season like a desert where you feel dry spiritually where you feel down emotionally where you feel drained mentally or defeated physically just know that god sees and he knows how to help you out of it but sometimes it's not an instant save sometimes it's a it's a process it's a journey that you have to walk through so that you can be braver you can be stronger you can be healed and whole for the next season that he has for you so as we've been talking the past few weeks, know that a relationship with Jesus is a relationship just like we have with other people. It takes time. It's not a one day instant thing. It's not something you just post on social media and try to fake it that I'm okay with Jesus just as you're okay with whatever relationship you're with or that you're in. It's something that takes hard work and it's not always in the spotlight. So just like a desert, there we see cacti and camels, people living in the desert, and they're thriving. And sometimes we miss out on the things hidden, the things that are not seen. And so know that God is working in the unseen. He's working in the things you can't see. Once again, my friend asked, why do we get tired so easily and so often? And I think that's because we often strive on our own and rely on our own strength when really God's unlimited strength is readily available for you. God's peace, his joy, his love is ready. It's right there. It's a free gift. But 
sometimes we think you have to work for it. And I just want you to know that you don't have to work for it. You don't have to um, put up the religious barriers or things that you think you have to do as a checklist for God to love you. He loves you and he has everything you need to get through this season. But it takes the time with him, the the desire, the longing as said in um, once again, as said in Psalm 63, 1 to 3, we have to earnestly desire, seek, and long for him ourselves. So know that I am here. There are other people who are praying for you, but there will be times where you have to step up and take a step of faith yourself. So I hope that tonight or today, whenever you're watching this or listening to this, that we will be reminded that we are not alone that we are loved, and that even a season in the desert is not wasted. It's not overlooked. It's not useless. It's not that you're doing the worst in life. Sometimes a season in the desert just needs to happen so that we can deepen our roots, so that we can understand ourselves more and who we are, so that we can find our footing and become braver and take more steps for the next season. Remember that no season that you walk through, that you journey through, that you have to grow through is ever wasted. What you're going through right now is molding you and helping you to become a blessing to other people. Remember that I am blessed to bless. You are blessed to bless. We are all blessed to bless. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon.